Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I think being closer to home um, for me was huge. Um, Having got to do that in my whole career, um, you know, being six hours away, um, tough two years you know with COVID and I lost my grandfather my father and stuff and not being around family um, but also I've always been a Cardinal fan um, just the way they play the game it was kind of my nature how I go about the game uh, you know hustle play the game the right way um, I'm not flashy I just try to do the right thing um, at all times um, and you know, so when they were interested, it was they were on top of my priority list all season, even though there really wasn't a fit or, you know, when you go into free agency, you're kind of, you got your dream teams and they're definitely one of them. Do you have any memories that stand out of playing against them? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, when I broke my ribs in 15. Um, but no, I mean, just always admiring, like, you know, Wayne Wright in overtime, he would, Got my number, he'd text me and say how much he enjoyed facing me. Um, watching Molina, how professional he is, um, you know, in the outfield, watching his at-bats. Um, I'll take all all that in. But um, also the history, you know, here. And you can definitely tell there's a culture. Um, it's kind of no egos. You know, everybody's pulling in one direction, and you feel that immediately. Um and that's kind of how I like to operate, so uh, I think it's a good fit. Corey, you talked about maybe there wasn't early in the offseason as obvious a fit. Is, it, is that a situation where once the DH is official, maybe that becomes a more natural fit and that option maybe opens up a little more? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think anybody, not many teams besides like Nelson Cruz or something like that is going to use the DH as, you know, maybe somebody's – you know, bothered by something, but can still get out there and hit if something's lingering or to get a guy off his feet. Um, they're going to use it in different ways. Um, and I've done it before. It's one of those things. It's a mentally challenging job. It's a hard job if you're to do it full time. I went through it in 16 and struggled with it. But then I had a different mental approach in 17 and then I excelled at it. And it's one of those things. Um, it's very hard for a young guy to do, but. Um, it's going to be floated around, I think. I think they're going to use it to the best way Ollie wants to use it. What that, changed in that mental approach? Um, not thinking that that's all I can do for the team. You know, I learned to serve my teammates. Um, when I come inside, I can do so much more. I get to be around 30, 40 guys. That I get to make an impact every single day. That's the reason why I play the game still and have a desire to because – um, I think there's something bigger than baseball. Um, so that aspect and also how I went about my practice. I pra- practiced just like I would play in the field. I would shag balls. I would never think that 
all I had was those four bats. So um, I kind of had to trick myself mentally. Um, and I had good people in Tampa to have me relax a little bit more and not go hit in the cage so much between innings or overanalyze things. Um, so those probably are the top things that got me got me right. How did it go out there today? I uh, went really good, uh, especially for really first time on the field hitting BP and then first time seeing a pitch in whatever, six, seven months, whatever it is. So to be able to make contact and have a good BP and, you know, feel feel healthy and um, that's what you look for. And a lot of times in live BP, first live BP or the first couple, you're looking for just contact and some foul balls and uh, take some pitches. Um, and I feel good. I, I think my competitiveness, it don't matter. It just, it comes back once you get in there. What town do you live in now? Uh, Madison, Mississippi. And who's yeah. your, who's your favorite Cardinal player as you were? Ooh, I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, growing up in the heyday of Mark McGuire, Sosa and all that. Mark McGuire, yeah. 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 Did you ever dream exactly. you'd be his number? No. <laughs> um, I never really, you know, like some organizations just have a presence to them or, you know, to fans, like Cardinal fans that are everywhere, Boston, New York, things like that, Cubs. Um, especially those teams were watched a lot back in the day. And um, I never thought I'd get the opportunity to play for this type of organization. It's been it's been a great treat so far. Did your family make trips to Bush? Did you mm -hmm. watch games when you were a kid? You yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I never went to a big league game in my life when I was young. Um, yeah. Took you know Adam a little, and he came up with Nolan. So, is there mm -hmm. any more guys in here that you've known well, and what's your relationship yeah. like with Nolan? I guess. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Nolan's obsessed, kind of like I am, with hitting and his competitive drive. He's just like, just like me. Um, we can overthink it, we can overkill it, um, but it's just the competitive nature in us. I mean, we want to be as good as we can be. And Nolan's, I watched him. You know, I really started playing with him in Double A going from making some errors to like the most unbelievable fielder um, and he's just a good dude um, Matt's and you know I played with a few guys in here so it's it's nice to kind of know some faces but it's also hard you know I switch teams a lot so I'm more comfortable with it I'm comfortable with who I am so I'm not really shy and um, but meeting everybody takes time and you got to build that trust with people you got to learn how to joke with people Everybody has different senses of humor, um, so that takes the time. Were you, were you getting sales pitches from in here when you were going through this free agent process? Uh, I don't think nobody knew. Okay. Yeah, um, it was kind of it was kind of quick and didn't really, gotcha. you know. Something that came together fairly quickly then. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty quickly. Um, there's always, you know, there's few calls, and then usually when it happens, it's usually. A pretty quick decision and biggest thing was for me was you know I don't play this game for money money you never don't matter if you have all the money in the world it's never enough um, it's more about being closer at home with family um, and being in a place that I enjoy playing so you were a top prospect coming up How, what was that pressure like uh, put upon you to you know to be a, a star early in your career and how's it how'd you how'd you handle it man I was always the back seat coming up I mean I was never I was a bad season away from you know you never know you can be released or I didn't have the big you know draft pick or signing so um, 
my mentality, you know, when I, I tore my labrum rotator cuff and stuff when I was in high school and it never came back the same. And it was all that always I had to hit. I had to earn it. I had to grind. Um, there was no room for failure. And that kind of sticks still with me is like I have to succeed, you know, it's that kind of will over my willpower. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things when I get between the line, I'm more competitive. It's not, it's not that I ever think about those sure. things, you know. How long ago did your grandfather and your father die? Uh, 2020, during the season, my grandfather, and then this past uh, summer, uh, during the season. Yeah, that's that's all so to take on. Mm -hmm. yeah, and with COVID and, you know, missing, I got three kids and they're, you know, everything to me. So it was tough. Oh, do you have all your travel bags from all the places you played? Uh, What's that? Right? You know so I brought. Well, I could have brought. I thought about brought, bringing a Phillies bat bag. I had my. I had a pirate suitcase. I had my you know, Toronto uh, bag that I just played with. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like everybody always jokes, you play with a lot of teams and stuff like that, and. But it's one of those things, too, I've played a long time. There's a reason why I've played a long time. There's a reason yeah. why I'm still here and Somebody I'm still getting better. Yeah, that's right. That's, exactly. Um, definitely, for sure. I noticed you had, out of four seasons, you had 24-plus home runs and mm -hmm. three of those. I asked Ollie about that yesterday. He said that you guys had talked about, you and the hitting coach had talked about that a little bit yesterday, maybe hitting for some more power. Is that something? That yeah, for sure. Do? Getting back to being who I was, I lost myself kind of. Um, and well, 17 was a little different swing than in the past, but whenever I got designated and stuff, it kind of messed me up mentally. Um, you know, I heard I couldn't hit the high fastball, so I changed my swing completely to more contact and I hit 300 really good at the high fastball, but then um, my, my power numbers kind of declined. Yeah, it was kind of. I cared more about average and proving people wrong and trying to morph into this perfect. And I kind of lost myself a little bit. So I'm trying to get back to where I was. When I was in 13, 14, 15, 16 in Colorado and Tampa, I was rhythm. Never I was aggressive, but I never thought about my swing. It was more about timing. If I missed the pitch, it was probably timing. Um, and yeah, of course, I've learned a lot recently of how to make other adjustments. Is this the swing you're trying to get back now? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I worked on that and, and it's one of those things I can go in the cage and when I do it, I never think about internal thoughts. I think seeing the baseball and being aggressive but whenever I'm trying to feel it and trying to work this that's work this mechanical issue that's not me, it's all internal and I can't, I'm never on time. I'm Every now and then I'll hit one good. It's like golf, you'll hit one good and think it works and then you'll hit a few bad ones. Um, it's kind of like that and I just want to feel like I'm being Corey Dickerson. I'm not looking at other guys and trying to put it, emulate it because I can. I can do different things. I've choked up. I spread out, do different things. I just want to get back to um, me driving the baseball um, and not overthinking. Well, when you play, you're going to be the only natural left-handed hitter in the lineup. You yeah. Because Evan and Carlson are switch hitters, and everybody sure. else is right-handed. So that's why they got mm -hmm. you or somebody like you. Mm -hmm. to kind of balance the field. Because Milwaukee's got all those right-handed pitchers, and most of the division sure. pitchers are right-handed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things you want to play every day. And um, I try to help my teammates as much as possible. And I used to be more reserved, but now I'm – 
confident in myself. I don't mind helping guys and thinking because I know when I get between the lines, I know what I can do and be able to perform. So. This where you had the torn labrum on your right shoulder? Yeah, I yeah. tore my labrum right there. Do you have a particular coach or a group of guys you work with to find that swing to get yourself back in that center? There, uh, I have a buddy back home, Josh Damone, that I work with. Uh, um, but also it's just mental. I can, I can, shoot, I can take myself back and remember the feeling of a swing, how it felt, um, what I saw, what I was doing. Um, Lenny Sakata back in the day, I remember the tips he gave me. Um, and it's also film. I can watch something and, oh yeah, I remember that. But it's, it's about getting rhythmic for me, um, watching the video and just seeing what I need to see and not overthinking it. But um, I know what I did then. I know how I held the bat. I knew know how I held the tongue, all those little things. Um, so it's just about trusting it, like going out there and like, it's more one of those things, it's more of fear. Like let's throw the fear of striking or throw the fear of low average out because obviously low average and big homers pay. I've always been old school and I've hit for average and those things don't, you know, match up and that's a battle. So like for me, it, when you're hitting 240, that thing that's, or 220, that's like eating at me. So you have to like, there's a balance there where like if I'm hitting for power or whatever, you still got to go and not worry that you're getting out a few times or you're striking out. All these guys are throwing 100 and they're nasty. So that's the that's the biggest part, getting that fear. Of, kind of like that, that old school, new school pull between the average column and the OPS mm -hmm. column, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't even have an average column up there anymore with how baseball is now. When you were working right? up there, that you like mm -hmm. having those gold-plated gloves there? Yeah, yeah. I do, and I hope my glove comes in with Camara, um, yeah. Barté that died. He um, was my outfield coach that year. Um, I hope, hopefully, that glove comes in so I can play with it. Um, but yeah, it means a lot. Because of uh, stereotypes and stuff, and a lot of people don't ask yeah, you, you how I did it. Yeah, but nobody asks how. They always yeah. think it's a fluke, and yeah. they don't understand that I've changed my body, and I'm so focused on the details, and I get balls in quick, and I'm uh, do a lot of things correct. Um, all they look for is the flashy things, the throwing guys out, or how your arm looks, or diving plays. Uh, I try to make every single routine play, never let a runner take the extra base. I do a lot of little things that add up. There's about 30 gold gloves starting from four down to mm -hmm. 28 over here in this row. You know? There <laughs> is. Arenado, two for him, mm -hmm. one for him, one for you. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a reason why. Even when Yeah. That's right. got a couple. Yeah. Yes. When you were working on your swing, how much did you rely on technology like the Rapsodo and the blast motion sensors and the slope Edvertronic? Do you use all this year? that? This year? Yeah, or just whenever? Zero. Yeah, it's all feel for me. Uh, like I said, and that's a tough thing. If I, I can do anything you can tell me to do in the cage, I can make it and feel good. But when you're facing 90 or you're facing a machine, you'll start to question a lot real quick. You know, so it's like you got to have something that you believe in. And like that swing is what I've all, always done. So I believe in it. You know, like I've had a lot of success with that. Um, so it's about now, even if I fail, it might be just my timing. You know, I can at least get my athleticism off and not be so tight and overthinking. Um, and you know your swing is right just by feel more than yeah. video. Just like out there today, I haven't seen a pitch in seven months, whatever. 
you know, I hit a hard line drive. I hit some balls good. I even hit a ball and it looped over third. It would have been a hit. And it's like, that's who I am. I am a bad ball hitter. That's okay. Like I use, the more you try to like take that out of your game, you take a piece of you away. You know, what makes me good. You know, sometimes I hit homers on bad pitches and sometimes I get hits on bad pitches. So if I completely try to take that away, I'm going to become worse. I'm going to, so yeah, I would like to take some more pitches, close pitch, like have a little bit better eye, but don't shy away from swinging. I mean, being in the central, have you kind of taken a look at some of the arms you would be facing? No, I don't like to even know who I'm playing. (laughs) I don't want to know, like some, I think somebody told me we were playing Pittsburgh open day, and I was like, don't tell me already. I don't want to forecast and think about that. You know, like, I just want to okay, show you. play the Dodgers yeah. opening day. How about yeah. that? <laughs> no matter. I think of pitchers like pitcher machines. You know, balls move different. I don't think about who they are. It's more, I use them as timing mechanisms, and I'm hitting baseball. I'm not hitting off him, you know, I'm, you know just because it's different speeds. So you don't study video of opposing pitchers? Much, I look or? at video, how it moves, and if anything sticks out. And I know me, so I know they're going to pitch me different than, you know, maybe Edmund. And I have to be aware and honest with myself what my weaknesses are. Can he attack my weaknesses? Is this a guy I can, you know, do certain things on? So I take those things into yeah. consideration. Since you mentioned you talk about being a bad ball hitter today. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of guys have, like, one hit on a pitch that bounces. Yeah. Four or five that you have on. Yeah, I think I have in. three or four doubles yeah. and a couple hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those things of like, yeah, people laugh at it and stuff like that. But like I said, that's a reason why I'm still here. I, it's a unique ability. It's a hand and eye coordination, and yeah, it's even more, um, even better when I strike uh, two strikes and I spread out. That's why I do it because my hand and eye it's more elite. But when I'm trying to drive the ball and stuff, sometimes those things just happen. Like I'm. I chase that ball, but I try to stay through it. And, you know, um, I think it's, I mean, it's funny when it happens, but it's also like, hey, I'll take it every day. Yeah, I don't care. You mentioned uh, realizing that the DH role, when you're in the DH role, you can do more than just those four yeah. bats, and including serve teammates. There's a lot of young guys, there's a few young guys on the team who probably will be getting some of those reps. Do you mm-hmm. think you can? look forward to helping those guys along? Do you think that's yeah. something you can add is maybe some mentorship to those players? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's always, like I always believe if you pull somebody and you you try to, um, let's see, you know, chisel somebody's el- else's eye or like um, make somebody else's better. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's, I think serving people is the key to life, you know. Um, so the more you serve, I think good things, I mean, it'll play out. Um, there's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason why I did it uh, or playing. Um, and, yeah, of course I'd help those guys. I like, um, you know, learning them, how you can communicate mm-hmm. with them because they're all different. Some you cannot be sarcastic with, some you can be. Um, but that's the part I love about it. That's the part um, the – the whole routine of getting ready to play a game and helping guys communicating that's what I like so of course you got it on your hat right yeah sir <laughs> that's it yeah it's just like you know you do things for other people make you think why does that person think about me or you know uh, makes you different um, yeah I, I like to think a little bit different than a lot of guys so this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 